Hello, everyone, and welcome to this latest episode of the podcast. My name is Rich Bryant, and I am your host. It is Saturday, March 28th, 2020, and this is the Corona Chronicles. It's day 16. I hope this recording finds you happy, healthy, and hopefully uh, in a safe place for you and your family, and that uh, wherever you may be, that you have uh, plenty of uh, support and uh, supplies and all the, the things necessary to weather this storm. I know that here in Trinidad and Tobago, um, we are going on to, they don't want to call it a lockdown, but it is a form of, uh, of uh, let's say, um, stay in, stay at home, uh, uh, reside where you are, uh, edict that has been uh, issued by the, by the government here. And uh, so today, um, as early as the, the stores began to open, um, a lot of people have been lining up to gather uh, goods um, and all sorts of other uh, things for their, what hopefully, as, if we get our fingers crossed, will only last until, um, is scheduled to last till April 15th or 16th here. Um, I know that uh, uh, this is a, a, a challenging time. And again, as I always say, and I've said in the last uh, few uh, podcasts that I've had, um, please continue to look out for uh, your neighbors, your friends. Um, if you have uh, folks who have special needs or the elderly uh, that are, that are uh, in, uh, in need of uh, some, uh, some company as, as best you can, um, please let's, let's do all our part to uh, help these folks, as well as to our first responders and our healthcare workers who um, uh, are going to uh, have some of the most difficult times right now. We're going through some of the most difficult times right now. It is uh, kind of heartbreaking to to read some of the the news reports of what they're what they're facing, um, and you know it's we we cannot pay these people enough. We cannot do enough for them. Um, whether it's opening your hotels to give them beds, um, providing some form of comforts uh, to them, so that they uh, that after they're they're done with with their shifts that they uh that they have something that uh makes them uh comfortable um after after such uh hard work um i know a lot of companies are stepping up to provide various uh masks and uh and beds and tools and and all sorts of things so i'm really proud that uh are that a lot of people and a lot of companies are are stepping up um and we need to continue to voice these, uh, these, these, these gratitude and thankfulness to to these folks. Um, I know that here in uh, Trinidad, while we may not have in 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 the same scale of uh, of, of infection, I know that in the last uh, news report, uh, we have reached a, about I want to say approximately sixty to seventy cases of the of the the covid virus and um currently uh we have uh reached uh, three people who have unfortunately lost their lives uh, uh to this to this disease um let's hope that this two-week moratorium of, of staying at home uh residing in place uh will as as become very popular to say flatten the curve so um, again, I'm thinking about all of you, uh, to my friends and family who are back in the States, uh, 
I got an opportunity to, to speak with my parents yesterday and they were in good spirits. So that makes me feel a little bit better. Um, if you, uh, have, uh, you know, anyone, like I said, send a, send a message, a Skype, a zoom, uh, a phone call, um, can't really send a, a, a handwritten letter. Uh, but you know, if, if, the post office wasn't uh, wasn't closed. Maybe a handwritten letter too. Who knows? Any any little bit helps. Let's just put it that way. Any little bit helps. Okay. So now that uh, that's out of the way, what are we going to talk about tonight? I know that uh, as I say each and every uh, each and every day, I, I come on here. Um, I end up talking about something that's going on with uh, the theater world or a, uh, a project, or, or, or something like that. And um, I have a couple tonight. Um, one has been uh, floating around, uh, it, and I have received uh, an invitation, uh, like probably many of you, uh, if you're in the same kind of performance circles, from a gentleman named Brad Caleb Lee, who, uh, if, you're, if you're not familiar with him, was working with the, the PQ in, in Prague for a while. And he recently sent uh, a get-to-know group-like uh, uh, notice out about a platform called Ascending. It says here, Ascending is a global platform for the work of emerging artists working across performance disciplines, seeking to give voice to the dynamic work for the next generation of designers, artisans, makers, and storytellers. Ascending will present design as an equal collaborator and driving force in the creation of live performance. It will present all content in its original language and in English. It will examine the contemporary industry and often ask provocative questions. With an understanding that theater is created in a multitude of ways, embrace and celebrate the myriad approaches and types of performances created across the globe. It will examine work not only in traditional theater spaces, but also the range of endeavors undertaken by contemporary emerging designers in other spaces, such as drag, fan conventions, film, etc. Editions are published every six months in April and October and are listed as acts and folios. Each folio has seven acts running over the four years between each PQ. In order to keep the work fresh and connected with emerging artists, a new team will be engaged at each PQ to take the word work forward for the next folio, though some collaborators might remain in an advisory capacity. This forming of a team for a limited time allows for a sense of commitment and community and for each group to work toward an end and sense of closure before passing on this platform to the next generation of emerging designers. So a new opportunity out there for, for, for folks. Uh, if you're interested, it's called Ascending. And uh, yeah, if, uh, like I said, get in touch with Brad Caleb Lee. Uh, I know he's on, he's on Facebook. He's probably on uh, Instagram. He's probably on Twitter. Um, but the, 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 the easiest venue, like I said, is go to Ascending, which is on Facebook at Ascending Mag. Um, I'll put this in, the, in the, the show notes for you to, to check out. All right, next. What's next on the list? many new things that are on the list. Let's see. I know that I recently saw from Miss Fiona Watt a recent post. Let's see. Ah, here it is. All right, let me make sure. It is called uh, Open House. 
an online fundraising project for the benefit of the performing arts community, and it's called Open House. Again, this is another another group that I found that's presented on uh, on Facebook. And let's see, let's learn a little bit more about Open House. It says here, Open House is an online fundraising project by Artist Welfare Project, Phil Stage, SPIT MNL, Third World Improv, and the Theater Actors Guild, and Ticket to Me for the benefit of the performing arts community. Uh, and currently, they have an event coming up uh, tomorrow. Uh, it's called Third, Third World Improv and Open House Presents PowerPoint Par TWI and Any Kind of present Presentation Night. Live on Facebook.com, uh, March 29th at 8 p.m. Now, I don't know if that's 8 p.m. UK time or, or, or um, U.S. time, uh, whatever it may be. But um, it's going to be live on Facebook. So it says Sunday, 8 p.m. UTC plus 08. So for those of you who are much more savvy at the the time changes, uh, that's, that's when it is. So... Um, Check it out. Uh, yeah, it's out there. So it's at uh, Open House on uh, Facebook, at Open House Fundraiser. I believe that it takes place, that this takes place in the Philippines. I think this is organized by an organization in the Philippines. Uh, let's see. It says here, the Artists Welfare Project pays tribute to all freelance artists and performing artists collaborators with a rendition of the classic Umagang Keganda. Artists and creative workers have always lifted spirits and have given joy and inspiration to the Filipino people, if not proud for the country time and again. The coming months will be trying and uncertain. We need support for the coming long haul until the virus has been contained and the economy can start recovering again. And in this time, and in that time, kami po ya handag tumulong sa pagbangon na iyan. To help support our artists in need, donate to the Artist Welfare Project. Uh, so I'll include that as well. Um, this sounds like a, an interesting project. So to our friends in the in the Philippines, um, we uh, we we support you, and hopefully we can find people to 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 bring to you to to support. Some of the other the other folks that I'd like to like to give a shout out to um, uh, are from the Archiving Technical Theater History Facebook group. By the way, one of the things that I have neglected to mention, just because I've been swamped, um, we passed, uh, and I am super, super grateful for 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 everyone that has that has come along. We are now we have now eclipsed the the ten thousand member mark. That is unbelievable. That is just astounding to me. Um, we uh, I could never have imagined that uh, this small little idea has grown into such a such a force such a group such a voice and i am again humbled by by what you, you have brought to to this living history this living book this living library of of knowledge and photographs and experiences and stories uh eternally eternally grateful to all of you um of some of the folks that i i probably haven't given enough uh the credit to our our friends in Australia. Um, I know I've seen a lot of your posts. I've seen a lot of the the things that you've offered. Um, so awesome! So so fantastic! 
I, I can't even begin to, 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 to thank you. Um, I really want to come to Australia when all this is said and done. I really want to come and I want to check it out. And I want to see all these cool things. Uh, one, another group that another group of from, the, from around the world who have been uh, supporting us are our friends from Russia. Uh, I know nothing about uh, about the the performance or the theater world uh, that is in Russia because Russia is just immense, and it would be wonderful to 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 see it. Uh, the only experience or thing that I have maybe seen is maybe some ballet performances, but not theater or or uh, uh, any kind of. I don't. Do they do musical theater? I bet they do. I mean, everybody does some form of musical theater, right? I bet there's someone out there who can help me and 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 and, and clue me in, and uh, give me a, give me a hint and and point me in the direction of a YouTube video or some sort of Vimeo or something like that out there, that uh, uh, I can uh, check it out because I'm I'm completely looking forward to it. I'd also like to give a big shout out to to Rick Boychik, um, one of the one of the collaborators that I've had the opportunity to to share um, time and space and and information with. He's been doing a series of, of live videos on uh, on uh, the on I think on his, not only his own page, but um, I think he might have. I'm not sure if he's been doing it on the archiving uh, ATTH page, but um, check out his work. His work is amazing. Um, he's he's in the midst of uh, working on a new project, which will hopefully turn into the second edition of his Nobody Looks Up series. Uh, well, I hope it turns into a series because I think he has a lot of valuable information to present, and I think there's um, a lot that, uh, like all like all subjects, a lot to be a uh, lot yet to be discovered. I mean, if they can have X amount of books about, say, like Abraham Lincoln or or, or JFK, you know, uh, I can't see why they there there couldn't be a whole bunch of books about. Various people on various topics in in our world of, of theater design and production and engineering and architecture and how they all intertwine. I think that'd be really awesome. Also, if you haven't had the opportunity, please, please, please check out the, the photographic uh, wonderland that is being presented by visual storyteller Richard Finkelstein. His work, his, I, I swear to I swear to you, he has been everywhere. Um, one of his most recent pictures is of the Moscow Bolshoi Theater. It says here, here's another promised photo that I took backstage at Moscow's Bol Bolshoi Theater in 1989. The cool thing is, is, is that it is before they finally had a renovation. The problem had been that the stage was so large, unique, and important, there was nowhere to move the tenant companies to allow for renovation. I got a close-up of the floor. One would not know the wood was not from the the decay from a decayed barn it was that bad i'll post that photo later i was there on a vip tour with peter foy and barbara while we were all staring in wonder barbara counted stuff for us 80 music stands in the pit and she paced off 100 feet of depth from plaster line to the back wall basically that is the very back approaching that wall probably not in many pictures as it is another neighborhood the photo reveals some astonishing features first is a set of actual large classic church bells that are actually used when the opera does Boris Gunnov. Then in front is a drop elevator system, as they had a collection going back 200 years or so, they are stored in many layers high of these boxes. A giant hoist system raises the stack up to the proper height to reveal the storage of the proper set of drops rolled up. 
When retracted, the top of the stack becomes part of the floor. Again, really take the time. Check out a lot of the, 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 the fantastic images by Richard Finkelstein. Um, it, it won't disappoint you. Um, he, where, where he has pointed his, his lens and taken his pictures are, are just amazing. So kudos to you, Richard. Um, I really appreciate uh, all the things that you have, uh, that you have definitely been sharing. Um, let's see. Again, as I, as I scroll through uh, various, uh, various posts here on, on our, on our, uh, on our timeline, uh, it, the, oh, here's one that uh, comes up periodically. And it, it's, it's kind of like uh, one of those where it's, uh, no one ever quite knows exactly the, the, the story. Um, Jeff Entwistle had posted uh, a question. Why is it called a green room? And of course, there are uh, many, many varying variations of, of, of the, the story of what it is. So if you're curious, if you're, if you're a student and you've always wondered why is it called a green room, here are a bunch of theories, a bunch of ideas, and there's probably a grain of truth in, in a couple of them, a few of them, so that, uh, so that uh, you can uh, come up with your own, uh, your story of why is it called a, uh, why is it called a green room? Um, let's see. Peter Hooper here shared a photo. It says, His Majesty's Theatre Aberdeen, Scotland, a really beautiful theater and favorite of, on the UK touring circuit, particularly because of the hospitality from the Diggs List owners. <laughs> uh, this is a very beautiful black and white photo. Um, I, I wish I had all the words to be able to, to make these, these pictures come alive to you. Um, unfortunately, you know, I, I'm, I am limited because, uh, I just don't have the vocabulary that, uh, pictures can capture because, you know, we've heard many times a picture is worth a, a thousand words. And a lot of the pictures and the contributions that folks have been making are, uh, are really, really wonderful. So please check out the Archiving Technical Theater History Facebook, uh, timeline and check out the pictures. Um, even if you just, uh, do a cursory, look um check them out uh you you won't be disappointed uh one of the other uh items that has been getting a lot of uh a lot of uh, attention which uh, really makes me happy is uh yesterday was a uh, world theater day and i had uh, uh talked about it a little bit um the other day and one of the um one of the uh, posts that i that i shared was a uh, was a wonderful essay from a uh, fellow and past president of USITT, Mark Shanda, and uh, it's been wonderful to see that it, that post has been shared and his speech has been shared. I think it's important. I think his words are timely, and I think uh, uh, he, along with many of our our, our 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 leaders in the world of theater and performance, uh, can help. Uh, put some of us, and hopefully uh, at ease, or maybe give us uh, some 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 confidence in knowing that uh, we will make it through this. So, um, if you uh, know of of someone who's currently written something, uh, a speech, or given an essay, or um, something that you find uh, inspirational, um, please share it with me, and I'd love to to share it with others. Um, my email 
is archivett24 at yahoo.com. That's archivett24 at yahoo.com. Um, you can also post it on the Archiving Technical Theater History Facebook timeline if you're a member. Uh, if you're not a member and you're hearing this for the first time, come and check us out. Um, and uh, come join the community. Come join the worldwide community. The worldwide leader in all things theater design and production. Uh, I also post quite a bit across many uh, of the, the other Facebook groups. Um, I, over, I do a lot with USITT's international activities. Uh, I share things with OISTAT. Um, I also help try and do my best to support my local uh, theater technicians here in Trinidad and Tobago because uh, there are some really wonderful people who are not only uh, in the, uh, the, the performing arts, but also in the production arts. And there's a, there's a, there's a wealth of talent uh, here that is looking for opportunities. And hopefully if you have a, a training or maybe a, uh, an, an internship or some type of uh, possible uh, work uh, school opportunity, please let, let me know. And I would be happy, happy, happy to, to pass that along. Uh, again, my, the show email is archivett24 at yahoo.com. And on that note, um, I, as, I, as, I, as I was saying uh, earlier, um, I like to like to think that this uh, this is a podcast of, of positivity, and uh, and I I like to do my best to to keep it that way. Um, so uh, so one of the things uh, this was a story I just uh, just ran across, and it is uh, currently about uh, Cirque du Soleil. Uh, Stage Directions magazine posted about five hours ago, five six hours ago. It says here, well, this is not good news for anyone who worked for Cirque du Soleil. They have a massive debt load of $900 million. There are a lot of creative theater artists and artisans, technicians, performers, and more at risk if these shows close. The economic impact of Cirque going out of business will be massive. Uh, there is a, uh, a link to Reuters, and they have a, uh, a, a current um, uh, article about it written by Mike Spector and Jessica DiNapoli. Uh, they are the, uh, they're credited with, uh, with this. And um, to begin, it says here, Cirque du Soleil Entertainment Group is exploring debt restructuring options that include a potential bankruptcy filing after it was forced to cancel shows because of the coronavirus outbreak. People familiar with the matter said. The famed Montreal-based circus company, largely known for its regular shows in Las Vegas venues, had to tempor temporarily lay off most of its staff after social distancing measures put in place to prevent the spread of the virus nixed its performances. Cirque du Soleil is working with restructuring advisors to address a cash crunch and its roughly $900 million in debt, the sources said on Thursday. Creditors are also in talks with advisors as they prepare for possible negotiations with the company, the sources said. Cirque du Soleil has not yet decided how to address its strained finances. The sources cautioned, requesting anonymity to discuss confidential deliberations. The company declined to comment. If you'd like to continue to read the rest of this article, please visit uh, Reuters. And uh, the title of the article it says, Exclusive, Cirque du Soleil Explores Options Including Bankruptcy. Uh, and I'll put the, a link to this in the show notes. 
Whew. Okay. Well, let well let's let's put our, our let's send some positive energies to uh, to our friends uh, uh, who are associated who've worked with um, Cirque du Soleil. I know they do amazing work. I know they keep a lot of people employed. And it would uh, it it would be uh, a shame to uh, to to lose them. Let's hope that uh, they find a way. And you know what? They will find a way because uh, I I believe in them, and I think what they provide uh, to the artistic community is very valuable. Uh, it may be different than than what we uh, we we know now as it as it comes along, but um, I bet you I bet you they'll 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 they'll, they'll find their way. It's the same thing with all our our our, our our, our brothers and sisters in the various uh, trade unions, whether it be in uh, the IATSE or USA or SAG or AFTRA or um, Equity. Um, I'm sorry, I don't know all the names of the of the of the unions, but uh, I know that uh, hopefully some relief is coming your way, whether in the term, in the form of uh, funds. Uh, hopefully, you will be able to to get some relief. And that uh, you'll uh, be able to, with the, with the help of the community, weather the the storm that is uh, currently uh, we're facing. Um, other than that, it's been uh, it's been it's been a heck of a day. Uh, I know there's a lot going on, and um, I'm also as I as I was saying last night, uh, I was hoping I'm hoping I'm working on uh, trying to get some more one-on-one interviews with with folks uh, now that. We have a little bit of uh, time on our hands. Um, uh, hopefully, uh, I, I like I said, I'm working on, uh, uh, on some uh, friends that I used to work with. And I'm also trying to reach out to uh, maybe a person or two that uh, I've already had the opportunity to, to talk to. And, uh, you know, we'll, we'll get an update from them. And uh, some new folks, some new folks who uh, may not necessarily be uh, theater design and production, but are associated with, with the arts. And uh, and maybe a different artistic fashion, be it a performer, or or uh, an educator, or someone who uh, uh, runs a, a, an organization. So, um, yeah, keep keep uh, keep an ear out, uh, and uh, I look forward to to bringing those to you. Um, if you have questions, comments, suggestion um, of a topic or or something that. Uh, you would uh, like uh, to me to, to to look into? Please, please, please send me an email. Send me a message at archive tt24 at yahoo.com. I can be reached via Facebook uh, through the Archiving Technical Theater History Facebook group. Uh, I don't uh, have an Instagram. I don't have a Twitter uh, right now. Um, again, it's a uh, it's uh, when I uh, when I when I took a break from. Uh, this podcast for a few months, uh, I needed to kind of figure out, uh, what, uh, what level of, uh, of, uh, time that I, that I could, uh, put in, put into this. And, uh, if, uh, if anyone's out there who, uh, wants to help me produce this and help, uh, do some of the social media, uh, business, I'm all ears. Um, again, uh, we can Skype, we can zoom and I'll be happy to talk to you and hopefully, uh, you can help bring uh, the this this group into the the next its next phase of uh, of community um, because I could really really use the assistance um, again I can be reached at archive tt24 at yahoo.com that's archive tt24 at yahoo.com 
So that's it, ladies and gentlemen. Again, another another episode uh, in the books. It is Saturday, March 28th, 2020. This has been the Corona Chronicles. I am your host, Richard Bryant, here in Trinidad and Tobago. This has been Day 16. I wish you well. Be well. Stay healthy. Uh, I'll look forward to, to talking to you tomorrow. And, uh, yeah, that's it. Take care. Good night.